Guru Nation, welcome to episode 450 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, I interview CRA Academy graduate Stephanie Toussaint. You can all go interact with her on LinkedIn. Her link is in the show notes. But basically, she discusses how she got hired as a remote site monitor in the midst of a pandemic and why 2020 and even going forward into 2021 uh, is such a good uh, strategy for anyone trying to get into research or anybody trying to expand their opportunities in research in any capacity. So check it out. Also links in the show notes are the CRA Academy and the CRC Academy links in the show notes. Finally, we got the Patreon channel, five bucks a month for a monthly mastermind. Uh, if we get 50 people in there, we're going to do two, two monthly masterminds uh, for the same price, just five bucks every month. And uh, we also talk about digital strategies to grow your opportunities, uh, but the mastermind alone is worth it. Also, if you need more studies for your site, text me 949-415-6256. And with that being said, enjoy the show. Hello, Guru Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trails Guru. Hello on the podcast. Hello on the YouTubes. Hello on the interwebs. You guys might recognize this person. If you're true fans, you watch <laughs> all the videos, then you see when I take Sierra Academy interns. Matter of fact, Stephanie, there has not yes. been another intern since you. Really? Since you and Richard, who both got hired, by the way. Right, yes. both got hired around the same time. There has not been another physical internship. We have had in the CRC Academy because Monica mm-hmm. has some local students, so they just drive. Uh, right, we, CRA. We have not had anybody. We've had all remote right. monitor, all remote. Even them have been hired. You know, we've had some interviews. But Stephanie, for hardcore fans, they they may remember back in March when the pandemic started. We yes, had Stephanie in LA with the gloves on going through books <laughs> because uh, Corona was starting and we didn't, you know, back right. then I was like, oh, Stephanie, this will end in like a week. Don't worry. You Right. Maybe it should have been out a, a year and a week. Maybe I should have said. Right. <laughs> but but through that, you are actually living proof that. Corona did not actually stop the industry. It just made it stronger. No, it has. Um, The major CRO that I'm with, they um, they were looking for uh, different positions for remote um, because they were in um, they were in the office. And then once after around the time I left and I had to come back to Texas, that was around the time that they dismissed all of their their workers that were on um, in the office and made them home. So I, when they realized that they needed more people and then they were doing more COVID studies, then they needed more people to uh, work at uh, the company that I'm working with. That's right. So it's November. It's almost Thanksgiving now, 2020. Mm -hmm. For those watching in the future, uh, Stephanie got hired around August 
and she's been doing uh, remote site monitoring, right? Is that what it's called? Your position? Right. Right. So a remote site monitor. Yes. For a major CRO. Now what we're going to talk about how you got that job, the interview process, how the CRA Academy, if it helped you, uh, and then what you're doing, what kind of studies and things like that. But uh, so far you've been there, August, September, October, let's say three months. Around, around yes, months? almost four months. Yeah, almost four months. Uh, is it anything like the internship, or is it uh, completely different, or what is it? What I'm doing is completely different from what uh, we learn in the CRA Academy. But I must say that it really does. The CRA Academy really does help for what I do because I work very, very, very closely with CRAs. I have three CRAs that I work very close w- uh, with on my study. And um, sometimes when you look at clinical research te- te- uh, terminology, you're just like, what is this? What are they saying? What are these initials? What are these abbreviations? <laughs> but the CRA Academy really did help me uh, get a very good understanding of what they are speaking about. So when I read, when they CC me on some of the emails of about their um IMVs, I know exactly what they're talking about or exactly what they're asking from the clinical research coordinators or the PIs. So um, the CR, uh, the CRA Academy really did help because uh, honestly, if I didn't have the Academy and I went into this blind, I would have not had a clue what was going on hmm. with the position that I am currently in. So speaking of that, so, you know, what was your process like? to get the interviews and then what were the interviews like so let's start with the process you finished in march you you went back home the pandemic hit you know panic set in everywhere and then what did what did you do did you crawl into a hole and just kind of hide or uh what did you (laughs) well i honestly i um I kind of did. I I just kind (laughs) of was like, this is happening. We are in a a, officially in a pandemic. And I just was like, and then I kind of got discouraged because I said, man, you know, I I really want to do clinical research, but this is happening. They're probably going to have a hiring freeze. And, and, um, but I I knew because, you know, I kept, you kept on saying this was my year. This was my year. And, you know, I, I, you know, I had a little doubt, but it, I, you know, it was my year. I was so right about that. I, I was wrong started, about pandemic, but I was right about that. Yeah, right, but you was right about <laughs> it was my year. Yep. Um, I did. Um, and I want to thank you again for uh, helping me with my resume, because the resume that you helped me with. Um, let me tell you, my resume for years were not getting hits. As soon as you did the resume and I started applying, then I started getting hits. I started getting hits on LinkedIn. Uh, recruiters started uh, emailing me. Hey, can you send me your mm-hmm. resume? And again, I hadn't even had any ex- uh, like you know, work experience, I had the internship experience. Mm -hmm. So I started um, seriously, after I got out of my funk, (laughs) I started seriously applying around, um, let me see, around June. And um, I applied for three positions for this particular company. 
the first one I applied for was the one I'm in now. And they wanted a relocation to another city, which I didn't have a problem with, but they kind of needed somebody like right then, like they needed, like you need to pack up and go. (laughs) So then I interviewed um, with a recruiter for that. Um, They liked it, but they didn't move forward. Then I, with the same company, I uh, did a clinical data management. They needed some people for that too, but it was the six month, um, it was a six month contract. And they actually interviewed me uh, for the first part, but they was like, we kind of need somebody that's experienced because we're kind of critical. We need that. Okay. So I got a little discouraged. So something told me to go back on the website and I applied for the same position because I knew that that was the position for me. They called me back within less than a week. And so they was like, hey, did you apply for this position? I said, yes, but they told me that they needed me to relocate. They said, don't worry about it. We're not doing that anymore. Nobody's relocating because everybody's uh, going to start working from home. Wow. So, so I didn't have to go through the since I had already went through the um, the pre um, interview with the recruiter, then I didn't have to go through it. So I went straight to the interview. It was the whole process was two weeks. Um, it was via teams. I, I talked to two managers, which were great. Um, they were clinical trial managers and I got offered the job the next day. And wow. I was just so <laughs> excited. It was so excited because I had applied for this, this particular, um, CRO years before, but I know I just kept getting rejected because one, I didn't have a CRA Academy in my life. And two, I didn't have, um, I didn't really have the knowledge of what, needed and then my resume my resume sucked so <laughs> i just yeah so that that really that really did help so the cra academy did help and you know you gave me the scholarship too that's right yes every yes. quarter well, you see, know i'm glad you brought that up stephanie people think that that's a gimmick that i actually don't give it away no because they don't know so they assume that because they don't win nobody <laughs> yeah. wins that's not true guys right wait that was a blessing <laughs> to me that was a blessing to me because at that time I really, you know, needed it. And that was a blessing to me. And I, you see how I was so excited and, um, you know, and I was stalking you for like five <laughs> years on, on YouTube yep, <laughs> and Facebook. And then when I found out you had an Instagram, I got really excited, but I had been following you for almost like six years wow. on YouTube. And um, I think I emailed you years ago and this was right when you had just started the program. I think it was like maybe because the program is like three years old. Yeah, maybe uh, your program is old now Four, like four years old. I want to say you had sent an email uh, describing it. But at the time I wasn't um, I wasn't in a space to take it because I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't miss out. I've been following this man for a long time. <laughs> so um, I, it was it was the right time for me at at that time. So it was meant to be. I'm glad you brought yes, that up because, yes, yeah, you know, how I didn't win. My friends didn't win. This means that you're not actually giving away prizes. It's like, well, no, no, it's it's yeah, <laughs> it, it, it helped me out. Yes. And Stephanie, we have another a, uh, a class after you, the class after <laughs> yours, the scholarship winner mm-hmm. also got hired, just got hired uh, by a major CRO. I want to say the same one you work with, actually. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm interviewing her in a few weeks, I think. She's going to get settled okay. in. 
So this stuff is real, okay. guys. And by the way, you don't have to win a scholarship. I mean, of course, it helps. The CRA Academy helps. But I tell people all the time, let me pull up this book. All right. If you know this. Yes. I mean, look, the CRA Academy, we spoon feed you the internship. We do your resume. Like uh, you can't compare that to just reading a book and hustling, but there are people who have done nothing else but read this, watch the five hour video, and then just apply themselves. Usually at the site level, usually it happens at the right. clinic. Um, but guys, like this 2020 is the year to do it, just like it was Stephanie's year. It, it's your year to do it. And by the way, news flash for you guys 2021 is no different, other than. Right. I think this pandemic's finally going to get under control, but I'm not making any right. predictions, Stephanie, because I was so wrong when you came, <laughs> you came on Monday. I told you on Tuesday, don't worry, this will be over soon. Yeah, and by yeah. Friday, we were all freaking out. We like, were all like, hands. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I want to kind of bring up that, um, you know, a lot of people get discouraged because they do not have the experience or that's not what their career choice is. And um, of course, you know that my career choice was in education yep. and um, well, actually it wasn't my career choice. It just happened uh, after I graduated because I needed a job. So, uh, but my, my major is biology, life sciences, um, pre-physical therapy. So I had all of the knowledge. I taught it. And I just like, I know I can do this. This is what I want to do. I, I discovered clinical research in 2012 and I saw that it was slowly growing. I had read something about it, that it was going to be really booming in the next 10 years. So I said, you know what, this is something that I want to do. And I tried from like 2012 all the way to 2020. So, you know, um, yes, it's, um, you know, yes, that's like eight years, but you know, if it, again, I, I kept saying to myself, I, I cannot go into this blind. I need some education. I need some, some help. I need some um, just information to know that when I get into an interview, I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, taking the CRA Academy again, really did help. And then reading a book, cause I read the book on my way back on a plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was trying to keep myself together, hoping that I wouldn't get sick. So I was like, let me read this book. I'm sitting on a roll by myself. Let me, you know, Man. I got two hours to kill. So I'll let me, uh, let week. me do that. I'll so, never yeah. forget that week. I remember things happened so yeah. fast. Tuesday, I was telling you not to worry. I was literally not worried <laughs> on Tuesday. By Friday, I was interviewing two experts on like, what's going to happen? When is this going to mm -hmm. be over? It was like that. But you know what? Who would have predicted if you would have asked me, you know, to like if you would have told me in March, uh, everything's going to shut down for like a year. I would have yeah. been freaking out like, hey, research. Right. Like, you know, this is going to suck. It's been right. the opposite. It's been studies after study, resources yes. everywhere. Yes. What, what studies are you working on, Stephanie? Are you working I'm on, on a gastrointestinal study? So okay. um okay. that, yeah, yeah. So that um and it's two, it's two study, I mean two protocols. So um, it is very interesting. Um, I had to do some research myself when I was during my during my training. They, uh, I, you know, I, I had the foundations training, but then I went to the protocol training and some of the stuff was very foreign to me. Some of the stuff I really, I, I did remember. So I really had to go deeper into what 
is this, I mean, cause I, I mean, I read the surface level, level of the protocol, but I needed to know really what was going on uh, with this particular uh, study. And um, so I, so it's a gastrointestinal study and it is, um, it, I think it has one more year. Um, it has one more year. So um, I, and, it's, and it was started, I think the process is like, I think it was like two years and I came in and the group that I came in is phenomenal. So the, the other people that's in my um, position, they had been there the whole time and they had a whole bunch of sites and they were grateful for me to come. So I, I took a lot off their hands. Um, but one good thing is they didn't throw me into the wolves. Like here, here's your, your sites. <laughs> yeah. You know, go ahead. They really did a really good job of transitioning me. And if I have any questions, they answer, uh, my clinical trial managers are good. My line manager is good. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really good. And if I, if I wanted to be a CRA or, I mean, again, in the future, I would love to, but if, you know, I, I really like this position and I think it's really good to, it's a real good foundation and um, they have a lot of opportunities for me. Um, me and my line manager discussed if I do want to have, you know, be a CRA, I can travel with the CRAs that I'm, um, I'm with on their studies because I am, um, I can shadow them. So, you know, when I have that opportunity right now, I'm not comfortable with flying or anything, mm. but you know, maybe next year, um, maybe next summer, I would love to, uh, cause our study will still be going on. I would love to, you know, shadow one of the CRAs and I can actually do it as long as I want to. <laughs> um, of course, if it doesn't hinder my, my duties, but you know, just stuff like that. The CRO that you're with has made a lot of changes over the years to, work on employee retention uh, yes. and they've done a lot of the right things these last several years. So I think you're in the right place um, to grow your career. Uh, I really do believe that. Um, now, what were, what was the interview like? Did they ask you like tactical questions or did like, uh, what do you do if this comes up or like things like that? Yes, yes, yes. And I try to make sure that I, you know, because again, I've never been in clinical research for a, a career, just for the internship. So when they asked, I had to make sure that I use my previous career experiences and tie it in to the internship. Like one of the questions that they asked me was, you know, what was challenging, um, you know, what was challenging about the internship. And I did bring up the COVID, you know, I did bring <laughs> that up and it was like, well, how did you overcome it? And, you know, I just said the different stuff that we did that week and um, just everything like that. But mostly it was general questions, general interview questions uh, that everybody, that anybody can look up on the internet. Um, I also got um, help and I know you always preach this. Uh, I also got some help on LinkedIn. Um, I saw a young lady. She, um, uh, she, her last name is Lawson. She had something on her LinkedIn and she was like, if you need some help with, um, 
interview questions, let me know. So I had told her, you know, I have an interview coming up with something that they'll have. And then she gave me this PDF of general questions. Again, she's a total stranger, but um, she gave me these questions and they were very helpful. Uh, Most of them that she gave me were ones that, um, I used in the interview. Wow, so yeah, no kidding. Uh, mm-hmm. If you still have that, send it to me, Stephanie. <laughs> I will. I will. I definitely will. I definitely will. I think others would appreciate that. Um, now, yes. yeah. And like during the internship, like you're really, your week was chaotic, but it was really at the end of the day, no, no different than a regular week that we used to have pre pre COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. And like Thursday, Friday, we'd literally just throw you in a room and say, Hey, go do this report. <laughs> And we do, I remember you coming out of the room a few times asking questions. And the idea is to get you a little bit overwhelmed because right. of those questions I know they're going to ask. Well, what are some challenges you faced? Well, those two days that you're doing, the Thursday and Friday that you're doing that breast cancer report, the whole days are challenges. So right, right, right. think of anything that you ran into, and that's one of your challenges. And they really like details, too. They like, right. I don't know if they asked you details, but they like to hear the details. Right. Yes, they do. They do. They that's, definitely do. Definitely awesome. do. But yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Her name is not Lawson. It's Rashida Hall. She gave me um, and I'll send it to you. Rashida Hall. She and um, I joined um, this group, uh, Black Women, Black in, Women in Search. Research. I think you yes. interviewed. Yeah. Cole. I got the T-shirt. I yeah. Danielle Cole. Yeah. She's good, too. Yeah, yes. Danielle. She's the founder. And um, and then Rashida Hall was the one um, that, you know, kind of I saw that she had advertised it. So then I ended up joining um, for that. And that has been like really good. It's a really good community of um you know, black women, you know, in clinical research. And I didn't even realize Dan, and it was not that many, but once I got into this group, it's so many and it's, and it's so many that want to get into clinical research. So I was happy about that, you know, so shout out to, I was happy about that. Yeah. Shout out to Daniel Coe. Great first name. Great last name. Shout out to Rashida as well. I never actually spoke to her. Just a few direct messages on Instagram, but I know right. she's involved with that group and she's doing good things. So look, right. thank you guys so much for the for helping Stephanie out. And Stephanie, <laughs> uh, I guess we talked about the interview process. We talked about uh, kind of what you do. Can you give us a little bit like what's a typical day for you, like a work day, like a typical work day for you? Okay. Um, so when I wake up, I make sure that I check all my emails, but before I leave, I'm, I make sure all my emails are at zero. Cause sometimes it is a lot, but I don't know what happens over, you know, when I'm asleep, but I'll get emails and I usually start my day around nine o'clock and, um, I just make sure I check all my emails for my CRAs, my, uh, CTMs and just, uh, making sure then I do site management calls. Um, and those are, those are, that is basically the root of my position. I call to make sure that the, um, site health is, is good. Like if I have, and I get, I'm able to pull reports and if I see that they have deviations or they have open findings and Mm. just little stuff like that. I will address it on the call. If they need shipments, um, 
if they're having issues with uh, subjects, if they if they've um, submitted, uh, you know, troubleshooting because of uh, something that happened dealing with IP. I'm basically the ground zero person to make sure that it doesn't have to reach up to the um, CRA. So when the CRA goes to do the visit it's all they should focus on is the um you know, source data verification and everything like, like that when they stuff, do their visit. I try to, yeah, I try to do all the, you know, miscellaneous stuff that wow. comes with it. So mm-hmm. when you say, when you say pull reports, you mean you have access to a trial master file and you pull up monitoring reports from the previous month. Yeah, I can pull up. Yeah, I can see all of that. I can um, okay. upload documents. If, like say if they give me a new uh, uh, delegation um, log, if they give me a new uh, 1572, if they give me all of those, um, I, you know, I have to um, upload it. I have to track it, um, you know, just everything. Cause you know, you know, I know in the CRA Academy, you and Chris was like, if it if you didn't document it, it didn't happen. So we have <laughs> to document, document everything. So shout out to Chris, um, for, it, especially for his good cop, bad cop routine. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of those uh, one of those <laughs> sessions. He said, document everything. If it if um if you didn't document it, it didn't happen. So that is my day. So my day is uh, pulling reports. Seeing if anything pops up, scheduling um, calls with the uh, CRC. Some I, like I just had one with a PI, mm-hmm. um, and um, and we we and I just have a list of questions. Some of the questions that I have are: um, Do you you know how is how is everything with COVID? How, are you having any screening issues? Which a lot of them are because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and sometimes they just spill their guts to me, like I need this and this happened, and then you know sometimes I'm <laughs> I'm just a listening ear. So, but I make sure that if they have an issue, I bring it to my team so they can. Um, get it resolved. So we try to make sure we, we try to keep uh, my position. I try to keep problems at bay. So, yeah. you know, when, so it won't be so difficult when the CRA goes on site. That makes sense. And it's, there's a special kind of personality for that. You have to be, you know, like you are very much so personable, mm-hmm. outgoing, right. willing to talk. It's not really for everybody. There are people who no. just want to no. have their head in the books and that's it, you know? Yeah, like you have, I have to, t- I talk to sites all day. They call me, I call them, they send me emails. And, you know, because um, again, I worked in education. So, you know, my personality dealing with, cu- you know, with customer service, I'm used to it. I'm, I'm used to it. So, um, and yeah. sometimes, you know, the doctors and sometimes the CRCs, they, they may be a little rude again. It, it don't have anything to do with me, but I, I know sometimes it's frustrating yep. and, you know, you just have to keep a steady head because at the end of the day, you have to be, um, have good customer service and you have to build, uh, good relationships with your clients, um, especially if you want something from them and you kind of need it immediately. If they like you, they'll get it to you immediately. If they yeah. don't, they'll take their time. I so say that I, all I just the time. Yeah, I say that all the time. And <laughs> yeah. actually, so, it makes sense now with the with the internship. You know, I have you guys talk to the coordinator, and then even if it was just for like two days, you get to see like how busy a real coordinator was. 
and you mm-hmm. know how many things they've get thrown their way. So I'm oh, sure that Oh my goodness. Oh, I praise, I praise uh clinical research coordinators. <laughs> and I, you know, anybody who, you know, want to be a CRC, please go through the academy. Again, you'll get <laughs> everything, but it takes a special person to be a CRC. Um, I don't know if I could do it, but <laughs> I, cause I love what I do right now. I love what I do right now. So, but the CRCs, they get a lot of stuff thrown their way, but they, you know, but I can say with my sites, I have been blessed with my sites that majority of them have been able to take it. And, and, you know, if they That's have good. an issue, they correct it, everything like that. But if, you know, CRCs, I praise you. <laughs> worth their weight, worth their weight in gold. Uh, a last question, Stephanie. Thank you so much for doing this. I know you no get problem. a run. Um, when it comes to the sites, okay, because I'm a CRA too, like a contract CRA, and sometimes I have sites and we have outstanding action items for months. Yeah. Yes. And you you know you've been doing this already four months, so you know. That so there are some sites that no matter how many times you tell them or how many different ways you make you know a statement about them needing to do something, it's just not going to get done. Do you get tracked based on uh, the site performance, or do you just have to keep following up with them? And like, how does that work? Do you get pressure when the site doesn't close out action items, or is that more on the CRA? It's more on a CRA, but, um, but then the CRA puts more pressure on me. So I, yeah, yeah. Cause, okay. um, they, cause especially if it's something that I am able to do, then they like, okay. Like I, like we had one, maybe that was 90 days and I said, oh goodness, let me, you know, I wasn't even here in 90 days. So let me see. I, the CRC was upset about uh, the open findings and some were 45 days, some were 90 days and she swore that she did it. And so I said, okay, let me get the previous person and let me see how it works. And so she told me, she's like, listen, I've already had this issue. She told me that she did it. She did it. She said, just keep trying and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to just keep trying. I'm not going to hassle um, because they're not, because they're um, based on the report that I got, they're low. Um, I really try to focus on the moderates and the highs, uh, the ones that have been um, open for a long time. Um so I try to do that, but I just keep following up. I, I don't get, um, I don't get tracked for that. I just make sure I follow up. But again, I always keep my communication trail, but I do put into the system that I did try to communicate with them so that, so they're, so they know that, okay, you know, so I won't have to in the end and say, well, did you call this this site and bring it to their attention. Oh yeah, I have all these emails and phone uh, phone logs and this is what we talked about. No, as soon as I finish the conversation, I log it into our system. Wow. So um, everybody, so the CRA can see it, the CTM can see it. So yeah. Do you have your own report? Yes, that's the um, the site management call. Yeah, that's my oh, own report okay. that I have to put in. And that's, again, that's the major part of mm-hmm. my position. I mean, you do that enough times, you know, you're not too far removed from being a CRA. 
It's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was just <laughs> like, uh, let me wait on CRA. And then um, because they do a lot as well. I, I you know, I commend y'all too. a lot, a lot. I, I commend y'all as well. So like, again, I'm trust like I. I tell my group, I say, you know, we're we're essential workers, we're firefighters, because <laughs> we because uh, we're putting out little fires and everything like that. So we try to put out the little fires so it won't become big fires. So yeah, that sounds yeah sounds almost like an in-house CRA what you do because like yes. I said, and the people that know, I'm a contract CRA, so I have one CRO I contract with, and uh, it's so helpful to have that in-house CRA. It makes my visits mm-hmm. so easy because they give me like an email with the bullet points of everything I need to focus on. So it's right. like, you know, that if I didn't have that and I went to go monitor, that would take me half the day just to figure yes. out. You know, that and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. Sometimes I'll send my CRA. I'm like, uh, I'll see, she'll send me an email and with the, when she's going to go do a visit and sometimes she'll say, oh, I need this, this and this. And then I look and see what she needs and see, OK, well, I actually can take care of this or I can actually get this before she gets on site and everything like that. Yeah. The more I think about what you do, remote site monitor or what they call in-house mm-hmm. CRAs in some places, the more right. I think, you know, to be the detail oriented person everyone talks about. I actually think you guys need that more than CRAs these days. Just my uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because- we have to keep it. We have to keep it all together. I have my email is just filled with different folders and just wow. I have different. I have <laughs> oh my god, and only four months so much in the job. <laughs> only four months, only four months, and you know I was very nervous when I was doing my site calls at first. I was like. What if I answer the right questions? What if I, you know, I missed something? But again, I have a really good team, so they were able to help me out. Good. When you get nervous, just channel the, your inner Chris Sauber voice when he's telling what he's telling you in the series. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help you yes. out. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Stephanie, yes. big props yes. to you. Big props to you and Richard, both the f- last intern, physical interns. Um, you guys both. Ah, thank you. Big props. Thank to you, guys. you. Thank you. Keep, Keep doing, doing what you're doing. Um, you know, uh, definitely continue to network that black women in clinical research group is fantastic. I hope, I think I'm going to get a chance to go, uh, uh, speak there or like just be involved yes. with some other group. Right. So right. I'm looking forward to that because Danielle's built a solid movement yes. over there. Yes. Actually, let me tell you, actually, um, one person group they was like you know i'm trying to get into clinical research where should i you know what books should i put in i put in the link in the in a group that your book and everybody and it had people liking it and stuff and a few people had read your book already and and everything like that yes, so hopefully you. she get it because it helped me yes 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 thank it helped you. me thank you so much yes we're gonna keep helping our cra academy students out uh, we're making the internship even better now that it's remote. We're doing COVID studies. So anybody, uh, Stephanie, do you want people to interact with you or no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Stephanie Toussaint, T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T. We will have links under the YouTube. Click the first one. It goes straight to Stephanie's LinkedIn. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, click, go straight to Stephanie's LinkedIn connect with her connect with her because the industry i'm sure you know stephanie your company Mm -hmm. 
is hiring like crazy, but all of them are right. Everybody. Right. Yes, 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 yes. So I, I see every day in my Facebook group that people are getting hired daily. So if, if you are trying to get into clinical research, this is the time. If you were kind of thinking, oh, should I take, you know, the CRA Academy? Should I take the CRC Academy? This is the time to do it, especially this year and next year. This mm-hmm. is this is the time. So don't, you know, don't think don't think about it. Just try to, you know, <laughs> do it all that you can. I know, I know it, and you know, it's it's not a second thought. If this is what you want to do, this is the time to do it. And you were smart because like, you know, this industry is probably the m- most recession proof, definitely pandemic proof industry. Right. You could have been comfortable just doing education, but look at right. what's happening and maybe what's about to happen with colleges and you yes. know, everybody working from home, budgets cut, all this stuff. If yes. High school, junior high, even yes. worse. Right. You right. Did research where it's on the up, it's on the mm-hmm. upswing, not on the downswing, like education, right. unfortunately. Get, they have a lot of problems uh, in that. Right. So you you right. moved at like the right time. Right. Right. And this is what I can see myself doing for the rest of my life. So, yeah. That's awesome, Stephanie. We're going to definitely do more. Uh, keep doing your thing. Keep in touch with me. We'll do more okay. podcasts. I'll, I'll see you in the Black Women in Research group one of these days. And uh, everybody just okay. uh, reach out to Stephanie. Uh, just tell her hi. And uh, she's amazing. Yeah. Look at what she did in like three in Thank six months. You. Six months, March. No, yes, yes, well, like nine months. Yeah, almost. yeah, yes, 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 yes. But I'm telling you, right after you know that left in March, I started really applying in June, and between June and July, I started getting some you know people reaching out, and then at the end of August, I got the job and started so. Congrats. Yeah. Very proud of you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank everybody, you. for watching and listening. And we'll catch you all later. Bye bye. Bye. So, hey, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, and also go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, you can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also... Email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.